Welcome everybody to the Magic Beans podcast. We are back again for episode number 101. I'm your host tonight and my name is Shorty and I've got a couple of beans on the line with me. So tonight we have Chewy. How's it going, mate? Actually, Shorty, uh, it's Jen. Uh, oh. <laughs> Chewy had to poop and now he has a ringer on his phone. It's <laughs> going to be a good 45 to 55 minutes. Okay. All right. Well, Cool. Uh, thanks for joining us, Jen. My absolute <laughs> I guess you'll, pleasure. I guess you'll do for tonight. <laughs> Probably a slight upgrade from Chewy, so that's that's cool. Um, and I'm pretty sure we've also got Stu on the line. Are you there, Stu? Hey. Oh, no. Stu's a bit tuckered out. Poor little bloke had a bit of a scare with the storm tonight, so he's uh, <laughs> he's asleep on the couch right now. So I've popped oh, in. I hope that's, that's all right. That's not surprising. Yeah, no, that's fine. So, uh, so this would be Jack. So, uh, yeah, well, welcome to the show, Jack. Uh, yeah, glad to have you as well. So, all right. Well, uh, I think most of my show notes for tonight are going to be going out the window. We, we might have to change what we're doing, but, uh, I'm sure you guys will be just fine. And probably, as most people would agree, a, uh, an improvement on, uh, on your husbands. So, uh, yeah, we'll see how we go. Oh, actually, hang on. Uh, Ryan's just crying. It is, it is his birthday today. I better, uh, happy birthday, Ryan, if you ever listen to this one day. Better go and see him. Uh, can you guys just hang on a second? And, yeah, uh, yeah. And I'll be right back. Right. Nothing like an awkward pause. Love it. Well, there you go. Shout out to all the magic mums out there. Yeah, Yay shout out magic mums. Schooling coming to an end. Hello. Hey. Hi. Hi. Hello. Um, hello. Um, Shorty's just stepped out. I thought I'd um, take a seat. And um, so, who have I got there? It's Jack and Jen. Oh, great. Okay. Well. I don't know exactly what Shorty's doing, but uh, I might sit here for a little bit and chat to you guys. What do you reckon? Yeah, sounds awesome. Always happy for a chat with my friends. Yeah. Uh, So usually I think at the start of the podcast, I mean, I've only listened to a couple, but um, they mention their sponsors. Jack, do you want to do that? Yes. Yeah, right, right, right. So that would be Josh and Pat's MTG Bazaar, right? Apparently they've got like a, a Facebook auction site. And they have multiple lots every night, premium auctions on the weekends, hello, and tokens for winning auctions. I don't know what that means, but I'm sure it's awesome. And I'm quite sure their website's got to be like www.jpmtgbazaar.com.au. Check it out. I think that's about right, isn't it, Kat? It is. Uh, I would yeah, that highly right. recommend jumping on to outbid your friends, your partners. A <laughs> lot of fun making them pay <laughs> for their own cards at a higher price than what they wanted to. Absolutely. Make them pay a premium, Jen. Look, Pat's a good bloke. He's actually helped me out on occasion when I've not been able to find a card in store for MASH and I've sent him a cheeky message saying, help me source this card. I don't even know where to start. So... It's uh, also the ultimate getting the uh, professional advice when you're looking for birthday presents for the boys. Yes, absolutely. I know nothing about what to get my husband. Give me an easy present. That's an awesome idea. Thank you. So speaking about uh, our knowledge of the game, I personally have zero knowledge in the game of magic, but you guys know a little bit more than I do. So, Jen, do you want to explain to me and our listeners uh, exactly how much knowledge you have in magic. Sure. My knowledge is uh, a bit retro these days, actually. I started playing, uh, I don't even know the year, but I can tell you that it was back in the days of red, white aggro, 
uh, with the original Ravnica and Kamagawa set uh, standard. Wow, so, you are talking gibberish to me, but that sounds awesome. I did have to uh, get it written out because I couldn't even remember <laughs> the name of the sets. <laughs> I just remember my deck because I was very fond of it. Uh, and actually what got me started was that my fiancé at the time started not wanting to hang out with me on a Friday night because there was an unmarked building in Chapel Street that, you know. Yes, had, I know the one. Had a, an aroma of B.O. <laughs> and uh, he started <laughs> The stench spending, of nerd. <laughs> he started spending all his time there and I thought, better check out what's up with this. Not as dodgy as it sounds. Turns out it's a magic store. What a relief, eh? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> so, uh, and look, I certainly got the uh, the weird 90s movie uh, when I walked in, everything went silent and everyone looked like, are you sure you belong here um, moment. But once we <laughs> and they played that- like Lady in Red in the background. <laughs> <laughs> no, not quite. Not quite. But, uh, yeah, once we got over that awkwardness, uh, it was actually uh, a, an absolute pleasure. So um, for the Victorian listeners, they'll probably remember the Card Heaven days. I am referring to Card Heaven that was on uh, Chapel Street. People were used to females uh, in the magic scene at that point because the store was actually part owned by um, an exceptional player and all-round good human by the name of Bron. Uh, and also um, James McKay's partner, Cato, who was very involved at the time. So um, uh, people weren't unfamiliar with female magic players, but it was interesting to come in as a new player and get uh, mixed responses from people. So, you know, you had those people that were genuinely good humans and knew that it was worth investing in new players because it meant growing the community. So they would often support me while I was playing against them. And, and of course, you would have had your uh, then fiancé helping you. Definitely, definitely. He was there. <laughs> but, um, you know, there were some good people that would actually sacrifice their own rounds to say, no, no, you don't want to make that move. You want to do this. Or we'd play the game out and, look, I might have gotten lucky and won anyway, um, but they would then talk me through like, oh, you know, when you made this move, um, had you done this, things could have gone very differently. So, um, and, and look, you can't appreciate those people enough. Then there were definitely the players that were like, you're a new person, you're a girl, you don't even take this game seriously and therefore you're a waste of my time. Be prepared to be crushed. Truthfully, that just made it all the sweeter when I went home with the pineapple on a Friday night. (laughs) Nice. And that that really doesn't help from a growing the community point of view if you do put down those new players. No, and but I guess you get that in every community, don't you? A sporting community, a gaming community. Everywhere you go, you get good humans and you get you know, jerks that that don't grow it and are in it for the wrong reasons, I think, in that sense. So, yeah. But, yeah, that's me. That's the exact reason I don't play the game Risk. Yes. <laughs> one, once, I, once I was learning how to play it and uh, Shorty was helping me, inverted commas, uh, to play the game and turns out he was actually using me the whole time for his own um, <laughs> scheme at world domination and I cracked it and will never play that game again. Oh, that's a shame. That is actually a really good game, but yes. No, it's not. <laughs> you can't heal those wounds. That's the thing. No, um, no. And it is something for people to remember, I think. Like the first impressions count and when you walk into a, a store or a, a PTQ or anything for the first time, how you are treated will be the difference between whether you return or not. 
Absolutely. So Jack, can you give us a bit of a background of your magic history? It turns out I don't remember as much as I thought I did. Uh, I was just talking, <laughs> yeah, right. I was talking to Stu about it and because he asked me and I said, I'm quite sure it was Chewy at Freshie um, holding some sort of a, um, a little mini event to get people interested. Uh, and he had prizes and such, you know, Chewy. And yeah, he gave me a deck to play with and got really excited about it as Chewy does and teaching me all about it and how amazing this thing is and what these things mean. And, oh, look at this shiny one. It's a shivan dragon. And I was like, oh, I was roped, absolutely fascinated by this. But, you know, it's just Chewy draws you in. And um, <laughs> and dragons. And dragons, right? Dragons. Yeah, yeah. dragons. N- not a lot has changed um, with me. I've, I've pinched Stu's dragon deck what is it the commander deck it's pretty amazing and uh yeah because of this you know event that chu had um held years ago it turns out it was like 10 or 11 years ago and i really hadn't realized it also turns out it was at box hill and not at freshy um our campsite (laughs) so Stu corrected me on that one and um i was so sure it was freshy the events all do start to blur into one. Yeah, right. So, so there would have been there would have been a few other girls playing around that time. Jack, I have a feeling my sister might have at some point. <sighs> Rings a bell, actually. Yeah, but like I said, I just remember Shorty. <laughs> I, I mean, it's a blur. I just remember Chewy and a Shivan dragon, and I beat him. I mean, it will. And really, that's me. all you need to know to get that's into That's all anything. I remember. He beat me and then it's like, oh, and you came so close, but well done, you know. You know? And then a, a few minutes later, he's like, hang on, that was a flyer. I can't block a flyer. And it turns out I had one. So I was, I was quite stoked. He gave me the deck. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, like he gave oh, me the deck. Would've. It was amazing. Yeah. And I was well, really excited. A victory uh, will always help with the motivation. It certainly does. And, yeah, his, his excitement, everybody else's excitement and um, – just fervor for the game. Uh, it was just, it was really fun. And it's nice to be included and taught something new. I thought it was fascinating as well because it's, it's actually a really fascinating concept. And, and yeah, it's, it's really enormous, actually. Do you find, Jack, because you're um, someone who struggles to turn your brain off, you're uh, far more thoughtful and intelligent than I would say that I am. So for me, I find as a mum now working, I, I actually struggle to play the game unless it's like a really simple, fun format like Commander because I just don't have the brain capacity. Yeah. Do you actually find you enjoy it more now because you're looking for something to help you immerse in and, and switch your brain off? Yeah, that's exactly why it's been really useful to me and I've really enjoyed it just the last couple of years. So I had a massive gap where I just wasn't a part of our lives at all really. Um, and then in about 2018 or 2019, so not too long ago, Stu and I would play at the kitchen table for hours, just hours. And that's precisely why it was so fantastic. I could immerse myself in the game and become, yeah, just completely involved in the, in in dragons, (laughs) like completely involved in it and could not think about anything else, which was great because everything else was just kind of sucky at the time. Uh, so yeah. So Jack, in the, past so you're playing at the kitchen table with your husband and getting the experience that way but have you ever participated in an actual event no no Hmm. I have not I mean and Jen you have haven't you 
I have actually. I um I've done I did a few F and M's, which is Friday Night Magic. Took me a long time to figure out what that really basic <laughs> acronym stood for. Um, <laughs> and I've I've done a few PTQs. Uh, I've even done an event with Shorty and Chewy where it was like a, a Teams event. I can't remember if it was yes. a PTQ or not. I vaguely remember that. Yes. So uh, they would always sit me in the middle so they could coach me while we played. Yep. And I was somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you were. But, um, yeah, no, I've, I've done a few. And look, I've done, I've gone with Matt to, um, sorry, Chewy. Uh, I've gone with Chewy for those who don't know him as Matt to, <laughs> we've done nationals um, before. So obviously I didn't qualify for Nats, but. There were, back in the day when they did Nats in Canberra, there would be um, side events um, and what they called grinders where you could get, uh, you could try and win a place into the actual main event. So, um, look, I was never interested in losing, you know, two or three days of my weekend to an event, but I was certainly happy to, you know, for a few hours gameplay and for the chats and the laughs that you got with people that you knew. Um, and for me, they were always really special weekends because the other magic wives would also, or magic widows, as we refer to ourselves, <laughs> yes. would also go. And, you know, we'd do a few hours gameplay and then we'd see a movie together or go out for a lovely dinner or, or whatnot. So it was just a really nice way of connecting with people. That's great. So would you would you class events like that as being your best memory, so to speak, in terms of playing magic or being involved in the magic community? Oh, how's that for a question? My favourite question is going to be, uh, who's everybody's favourite host? Pretty sure it's going to be Cat <laughs> Bauhaus for her good questions. I also vote Cat. Well, Kat. thank you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> That's uh, a third vote for Cat. <laughs> so for me, um, I think my best memory – and it's, look, part of it is gameplay. Like I certainly, I loved my red, white weenie deck. Um, it was an aggro deck. It was really simple and fun to play. I coped and thought it was a huge leap when I started splashing green to play Kurt 8. I stopped enjoying the game when that set sort of moved on and the decks felt more complicated and, you know, you could flip cards and do all kinds of fancy tricks that, Chewy thought were wonderful and would try and engage me in, and I just, I just mourned the loss of my original deck. So I've got great early memories of that sort of gameplay. But I think for me, the the highlight was actually Chewy won an event that scored him a pro tour invitation uh, for yes, a pro tour I remember this in Kuala Lumpur. <laughs> so for me, obviously, the highlight was uh, getting to go to KL. <laughs> <laughs> on a free holiday um, so that he could play in the pro tour. And uh, that was just, it was really interesting to see, you know, like the, it. it's, I, I think for me that was the moment where I went, oh, wow, this is really serious gameplay. Like even though I, we were playing at events and, and, you know, there was regularity to our gameplay, I think that was the point where I was like, oh, my goodness, there's like pro tours and, you know, if you win these things, you win significant prizes and there's Hall of Fame and and you know, these, Absolutely. these well-known celebrity pro players. So it was really funny for us. We, um, there was this really lovely, but super nerdy New Yorker by the name of V Malkowitz. Ma oh my goodness. I keep going to call him John Malkovich. <laughs> Malkowitz. 
<laughs> yep. Super That's lovely it. guy, um, but super awkward. He just attached himself to us, and I had no idea who he was. I, um, I just <laughs> thought he was funny and, like, he was great to chat with. And so we went out for dinner with him and, and all of his friends who also happened to be, like, big magic celebrities like John Finkel and um, – Oh, I can't even remember some of their names actually, which is really sad. But what was really funny is someone like Chewie, who is never short for something to say, was so starstruck. (laughs) (laughs) And it was speechless. What? I know, right? So I because I didn't have that context of who they were, they were just people to me because the game didn't have that sort of level of celebrity at that point. I was still just, I guess, getting that sense. Um, I thought it was really hilarious that he was freezing up as if we were, you know, face-to-face with a legit Hollywood celeb. So How adorable. So that will oh. always actually be my greatest memory. <laughs> Unreal. I think we potentially could have had a memory in common, Jen. Uh, a few years ago, you and I booked tickets to Singapore. Yes. And the reason we bought tickets to Singapore was because the boys wanted to play an event in Singapore over, I think it was Queen's birthday weekend that year. Correct. And so we booked some flights and you guys were going to Hong Kong and then Singapore. We were going to Bali and then Singapore and we planned it all around this particular event. And then I think it was a month or so out, they changed the dates of the event. Yes, and only by like a week or something. <laughs> It was yes, too late and for I us was like, <laughs> "We're not changing the holiday. We're going to Singapore." <laughs> and I that was it. Completely forgot about. Like, I think I remember Singapore fondly. I completely forget that the whole purpose of that trip was for them to play in that tournament that didn't happen. <laughs> I'll be perfectly honest with you. I wasn't disappointed, <laughs> <laughs> but. But I'm sure it would have been lovely because I know we we had plans for the boys were going to go off and play several events over several days and you and I were going to sit by a pool and that was going to be wonderful and we still got to sit by the pool. It's just that the husbands were able to help look after the children. So that was – Well done. Yeah, that was quite pleasant uh, from my memory. Absolutely. Sucked in, Beans. Sorry to all our listeners that are dedicated to the game on the same level as our husband. Yes. Hey, you know know there's a crying wife somewhere in the background. Yes. (laughs) Yes, there is. (laughs) So I'll tell you a little bit about – well, I can't tell you about my history with the game because there is none. It's um, a blank void. But um, I'll tell you what I enjoy most about it. I like opening packs or cracking packs, so to speak. Yes. I am required to do so because my husband is unable to crack packs. Or when he can finally sort of fumble them open, uh, they've never got anything good in them. Oh, so, you're like yeah. a – Yeah. You're the yes, charm. exactly. Charm, like a yeah. charm, like a totem. Sometimes I'll blow on them. Sometimes I'll rub them on um, Alpha, our cat's head. And um, and I often get pretty good things in the packs. So, wow. Um, so should we get a cat? <laughs> Absolutely. Just for Absolutely. that reason. Just to improve Just for that the reason. from yeah. the packs. Yeah. 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 I mean, she do- she doesn't enjoy it at all, but that's what we do. But truthfully, um, whenever Shorty gets a box of cards, is it a box? I don't know. What's it called? A box? Box anyway. yeah. 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 Box. The boxes are the really expensive one, cats, that they try to talk down on what it actually costs. Oh, and they say they got some good price. And blah, 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 blah. Like pre-order, yeah. pre, pre, pre-release? pre Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah. I got it early yeah. and therefore it was discounted. So I'm saving yeah, it was a, money. It's a pre-release. And I got, I got two of them because I save more that way. <laughs> yeah. I, 
I do retail. That's not how it works. <laughs> but anyway, buy a case of boxes, it actually works out really cheap. That's right. And then I get all my friends to pay me and no. That's right. But anyway, so when he gets a new one of these, um, he'll come up into the lounge room and drop them on the coffee table and it is my job to open them all up, which I do enjoy doing. And the reason I enjoy it is I love the artwork. Yes. So actually I do not read the descriptions. I do not care if it's black or white or purple or red or whatever other colours there are. That's good because purple isn't a colour. Yeah, I was, was going to say, I don't think purple's one of the colours. You got me a little bit it. worried, Kat. I was worried that purple was a colour and that you I had like, forgotten. You have really blocked a lot out. <laughs> um, but I love the artwork and I love the um, the themes of the packs or the the release or whatever it is. Um, so I particularly loved the fairy tale one they did not that long ago. Oh, yeah, that was nice. And those ones, I actually, I liked them to the point where I actually read the description of the card. Usually mm. I'll read the name of the card and I'll have a little chuckle if there's a, a joke there. But I love looking at the artwork of them. Sometimes they're really sort of ethereal and, you know, you've got sort of witches and stuff. Sometimes they're gross, like yeah. it's sort of eyeballs poking out and stuff and like – all of it. I, I love looking at the artwork. So I'll flip through and then I su get super excited when I find a mythic one. And I'm like, I got another mythic. And yeah, Shorty's sort of like, that's good. That's good. And See, I've got no yeah. idea what a mythic one is. I'll, I I'll get one, one that I think it's looks like really cool. And I'll go, oh, Stu, is this one expensive? And he's like, no, I've got like <laughs> 10 of those. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm exactly the same, Jack. I actually appreciate Kat's patience in going through them all because I just go straight to the back and I look at the colour of the symbol, like is it gold, is it silver, because that's uh, what tells me, you know, rarity. Uh, and at that point I'm like, okay, cool, it looks expensive. Is it expensive and can we sell it? Yes. To which yes. the answer is always no. No. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I get or, that as well. Or <laughs> I'll, I'll get a, a card waved in front of my face. Hey, Jack, Jack, check this one out. Look. Ooh. And then he'll say whatever the name is and, you know, irrelevant to me. And I'll just read it and, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and nod at him and wait for him <laughs> to give me that elaboration of why it's so particularly cool yeah. that he has to wave it in front of my face. And there is one card that I know. And so if Shorty was to ever say, guess what I got? Guess what I got? My response would be, is it Black Lotus? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I've heard about Which that one it too. Will, it will never, <laughs> never be. Apparently mm. it is never Black Lotus. <laughs> Matt will actually never forgive me because in the early days of our marriage when money was tight and we were saving to buy a house, someone offered him a uh, not mint condition Black Lotus for like, I don't know, a thousand bucks or 1500 bucks. And to anyone who knows the value of Black Lotus now, they go, you crazy fool, you should have bought that thing. But I'm like, it's a piece of cardboard. Like there is no way on earth I'm letting you spend a thousand dollars or $1,500 on a piece of cardboard that's, you know, no bigger than a coaster. Even when the excuse or, you know, the reason would be, yeah, but in like six months or six years or six decades, be that's so going to be worth a bazillion dollars. And, and you just know that they won't sell it. It'll be like You're enshrined exactly. in epoxy enamel or something and sitting on a <laughs> desk and dusted four times a day. And yeah, it, it won't necessarily make money. <laughs> No, I agree. Like it would have gone up in value and yes, we probably should have bought it at the time that it was such a price. That being said, you're correct. He would never sell it. 
where to me I go, oh, great, so it's now worth 6K, it's now worth 20K. Like at what point are we parting ways with this thing? Yes, at what point can I go shopping? And going (laughs) to, you know, Hawaii. At what point can we fund a holiday now or Mm. buy me a new car? Mm. The answer is always never. (laughs) Hypothetical question here, how many cards do your husbands own? At least seven. At least seven cards, seven (laughs) boxes of cards. (laughs) Approximately seven. (laughs) Look, I don't don't know about you guys, but we – I almost called him Tristan. Shorty uh, recently made a storage room underneath our house and I'm thinking, yes, I can put all the Christmas decorations in there. We can put the porticot, you know, the baby things we don't use anymore. Yes. We can put all those in there. Logic. Guess what went in there? Oh. Cards. Cards. Yeah. Folders, folders and boxes and boxes and folders and so many folders. Where and did they all, all come from before they were put in the storage? I don't know how long this collection has actually been gathering and whether like- And where he pulled I don't them know from. It, well, where do, where do they churn through? Like, as in, you know, do they come out as frequently as they come in? Like, mm. it, they just seem to the multiply. The answer is, is no, cat. They don't go out as fast as they come in. Oh, there's and more coming in the all the time. The thing is, because they're buying <laughs> – I have actually realised the value in letting Matt spend the money on a card that might be what feels ridiculously expensive for a card, but then he's only buying that specific card – versus buying boxes and boosters and ending up in with, the hope of getting something in the hope of getting something worth money when we end up then with piles and piles of cards that don't go into decks anywhere the only thing that has actually helped is that we now have small children who put their grubby hands on everything mm. and they decrease in value instantly <laughs> so that tends to force uh, what used to be piles and piles of cards just on the floor or um, or piles of card boxes full of cards stacked up high. Uh, they're at least now hiding in cupboards and drawers and things like that. But Excellent. there is no way that they could all account for the cards that are in their collection. No. Stu has like an entire uh, shelf, like a, a bookshelf, dedicated cards, and it's overflowing. And, yeah. <laughs> and I point at it and say, Stu, that, that's an indication that you've got too many cards. He says, no, 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 this is an indication that I need more shelves. So we don't have any walls left to put shelves <laughs> yes. because the other walls are full of your Lego. This is so, now a work health and safety issue. I'm sorry, oh, you need yes. to cull that collection. We're going to be drowned in cards. So, and, and brings us back to that point about card value. You know, you could probably sell a lot. Yeah. Um, at least a kilo or two of them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. like we're if talking about them in terms of kilo. Yeah. Well, what's yeah. interesting, like there were times where um, Matt would actually take the boxes of commons and lands and the things that you just end up with hundreds of, mm-hmm. like, you know, offering them to friends who are starting stores and things like that. But they've got so many from their own collections that they don't even want. Oh, them. I bet. So they are hard to get rid of in that sense. So, Jen, you mentioned your kids touching the cards. Yes. Have, like, you've got a, is Frankie seven now? Yes. Yes. So, seven-year-old daughter, does she play? She does play a little. Um, she She's like you, Kat. She loves the artwork um, and she connects with the story. So, obviously, like, when the fairy tale collection came out, that was 
that was really special for her. Oh, I loved her reaction video to the um the the intro, the promotional yes. video with um you know the gingerbread man. That was awesome. Yeah. So and yeah. and she loves that she can have like themed decks. You know, she can have a fairy deck or a vampire deck and and things like that. As far as the gameplay goes, she's probably only now getting to the point. She's really only just um, got to a, a solid reading level that now she can actually yes. read and understand and play. So um, I think we'll see her get far more immersed in it sort of from this age onwards. Well, now now there'll be – because there's a few younger girls, like Ebony, my 10-year-old daughter, she plays – um, yes. So now that now that Frankie's sort of getting that sort of the reading side of it down, you know, she'll be able to play with Ebony and Jack. Your three girls, do they play? Yeah, yeah, not not for a little bit. They've been caught up playing, I think Genshin and all these other <laughs> yes Roblox and other stuff. But uh, yeah, they they received a couple of decks each for Christmas. Just gone. I don't think they've touched them since. But I don't know they were playing a bit quite a few months ago. Do you think an introduction of that sort of game is good for them? Like as in, you know, apart from teaching them to read, but like is your experience with seeing them learn to play, is that good? Oh, yeah, it's lovely. Yeah. And and they genuinely like it. They're just like sitting there with Stu and learning about it and they want to verse each other and verse me. And I don't really have the patience to verse them because I've got to tell them all the stuff and all the things and that's where <laughs> Stu really comes in. They need their own person on their own side. They need a person on their own side. But but same thing when when um, those themed decks come out, Stu gets all excited and includes them in it, and and they just love it. They love the the fairy decks and yeah, the the, uh, the um, planeswalkers. They've each got like a planeswalker deck, and I think and and oh my goodness, Tallulah. She just yeah, she's also seven. She picks up the names of the cards really well, so she remembers card names and talks about them. Oh, okay, I do love that it gives the kids something to do with their dad like that, you know, cause it's natural for them to want to do something with their dad. And it, it, yeah. that's, yes. it's yeah. an easy portable hobby. It's something that we will take camping and things like that. And I love for those listening, you know, you're aware that we all go to church together. We've got a, uh, a church camp where we all have caravans and tend to head down during holiday seasons. I love seeing all the daughters, like, you know, Cracker's daughter, uh, my brother's daughter, Ebbs, um, and even, yeah, I'm hoping sort of now Frankie and, and that next generation, they actually wander off and they go and start playing magic somewhere without the dads. Like it's not even, it's not even, a, it doesn't require the adults and it's not no, about no, being a part yeah. of that. They actually just genuinely enjoy the game and having something that's theirs. And I think that's really cool. I, oh, I it's do adorable. get a kick yeah. out of seeing They're not that. told to do it. I actually find it quite cute when you head into sort of the communal areas of camp and you've got one table set up with eight or so guys, stinky nerds, facing each other <laughs> playing and then you've got this table next to them with all of these petite, blonde, blue-eyed <laughs> girls <laughs> playing <laughs> cards. <laughs> Literally. They're so unusually blonde and blue-eyed. I don't know. I don't know what's in the water. That's <laughs> strange. <laughs> But they're playing the exact same thing. (laughs) Yes, and we love our little brunettes. But, yeah, they're playing the exact same game right next to their dads. They're not playing with their dads because, yeah, the dads probably don't have the patience at that point. But they're playing right next to them and stealing their corn chips. Yes, yeah. yeah. No, there is something really sweet about that. So I do do love that. And, look, that's what I love about the game. Uh, I can't believe I'm actually saying the words out loud on record. 
yeah, Jen. that I love the game. But it's an endorsement. An endorsement. Do you love it? As, do you love it as much as I love cheese? No, cheese. no one will ever love anything as much as you love cheese. <laughs> Damn I straight. I don't love my own children as much as you love cheese. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, do you need an yeah. intervention? I do love <laughs> that, you know, like there's, it, it's available for professional gamers who want to completely immerse themselves in it and, and even make a career out of it. I love that it's got that casual gameplay option. I love that kids can play it. I love that you don't even have to really like it, like and be committed to getting to know it intimately to enjoy playing it and connecting with other people across the table. We've made so many great friends through it that we never would have met had we played Magic. Like we've travelled and stayed at their houses. I've had weekends with my house full of random boys that have come over from Tasmania or down from Queensland because there was an event on. And they're all just the loveliest humans and, you know, they're there for a weekend, they're perfectly polite, they clean up after themselves and they head on home. And then we bump into them like months later, two years later, and they remember you and, you know you have that opportunity to connect again. And I just think oh, that's, that's really nice. Great. It's strangely wholesome. So go- going forward with um, Magic and obviously at some point restrictions will lift and they can start having face-to-face games again, um, how does that look for your families uh, when they're allowed to actually go out and play again? That's going to be a relief. Um, getting sick of him having him around the house. He needs <laughs> yes. to get out, poor guy. <laughs> I mean, it's not like he doesn't get out every day for work, but, uh, yeah. It means not having to look at my family's faces <laughs> for, <laughs> for eight hours while dad and the eldest one go out for a bit of time. So, yeah, get uh, no, out. I, I, I think it'll be really good. I think they really miss it. I mean, I know for Chewie, like, his entire day is spent in the same chair, in the same office, in front of the same PC because he's working from home. All his hobbies during lockdown had to become PC-based. Anything that was social interaction with his mates became PC-based. So um, I think he'll love getting out and actually being able to sit across and see the face of the person that he's playing with. So It gives you a completely different buzz. Yeah, absolutely. I think for Shorty, he's similar in that his role is uh, at work is uh, fairly full-on a lot of the time and – Like they sort of need that social release. Like, yes, it's a game and, yes, it involves a lot of brain work, but it's a very different kind of brain work to a job. Yes. And he thrives on um, strategy and logic and things like that. So I think that's what he enjoys most about the game, that strategy sort of element of it. And for him it's sort of a a way of – I don't know, getting that social time in, but as well as using his brain and and not being able to do that. Um, not that I think he's suffering from it, of course, but <laughs> I think he'll really enjoy being able to get back to. I don't think he really works as hard as people. he says he does. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure, he does. If he's got <laughs> enough brain power at the end of the day to do that, it's, uh, it makes you wonder, doesn't it? Jen, I- do you think I'm being lied to? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't. I know he works hard. I um. I think that's what blows my mind and that's where, um, you know, like I'm dazzled by Jack and her ability to play because I find for me uh, I just don't have the brain capacity. Like, you know, the kids get my physical and emotional energy and then work gets my mental and to then sit and play a game that requires thought and strategy. There's nothing and, left. Yeah. yeah, no, I, I need don't to Don't forget just, my, my girls are much older than yours. 
where yours are, it's just a different, yeah, it's exhausting. I might get back there. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. At the moment I'm enjoying putting my feet up and watching, you know, British murder mysteries and other (laughs) lame things to pass the time because they don't take that mental. uh, You need downtime when you're wrangling young children. More often than not, important whether it's playing live with someone or talking about it, you know, even the evenings, it's it's sort of a nighttime game, unless you're sort of arranging a specific day to play. And in the evenings, I've got nothing left. Yes. Like, I mean, I, I, I literally all I have is I can sit and I can crack packs and shuffle through them and then put a pack down, pick up the next one. Like that's that's the maximum of my bandwidth yeah. in the evenings at the moment. So Adulting learning how to play a game. a lot of work. Oh, it does. hard, man. A, so I get it. I get why the guys want to get around and play cards together because it's hard. Adulting's hard. Yeah. Don't commit that to audio, Jack. I'm yeah, pretty sure delete they're it. Delete it. <laughs> Should we ask them to go back and just cut that last bit? Yeah, they're probably all going to re-emerge and be like, "I can't believe you're our PCs." I know Stu's pretty out of it. <laughs> Speaking of uh, the boys and what they're going to say, we were discussing just before this uh, what we would call ourselves. Yes. So the boys call the beans. They are the beans, and we, I guess, are the wives of the beans. And apparently they do things called bean poles. They do bean yes. poles, and their loyal listeners are called bean sprouts. Bean sprouts. So can we potentially come up with a name for us that is not rude <laughs> and <laughs> does not sound like a feminine hygiene product and uh, takes perhaps a lot. put it to a – a bean pole, maybe the boys can arrange that, uh, to work out what we could be called. I think, Jack, you had a pretty good idea yes. of one. So I, I'm thinking I vote bean spouse. Bean spouse. I like it. Bean spouse. In- instead of bean sprout, we are bean spouse. We are thine bean spouse. It was certainly the least dodgy suggestion that we all came up with. So Right. And, yeah. and there's a little bit of cleverness to it too, which I'm quite impressed it, by because it is, it is late. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's quite punny. It's so literally your punny. best, Jack, late at night when there's yep, no right. filter. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's recorded, you know, so yes. I've, I've got proof that I'm not entirely marshmallowed all the time. <laughs> it's great. Oh, we know you're not. <laughs> Thank you. I, uh, I'm actually pretty sure the boys have leagues coming up. So for people listening, uh, join the league. They give great prizes and they don't charge they do. people to join, which blows my mind. Maybe that's what they're doing wrong. Should we uh, give them some business advice in the background? <laughs> maybe. Maybe. <laughs> you want to pay for that box? Charge someone to join your league. I mean, do they, they do merch, right? they got merch. They do have merch. Uh, their hoodies are super comfy, super warm. Shorty's got a blue T-shirt that I like. Yes. <laughs> uh I, we also, um, they've got great uh, gaming mats, the play mats, which um, we all have under our laptops to use as our mouse pads. So yes, I'm looking. At, I'm looking at a couple of them right now, underneath all our um, keyboards. They're also so professional. They're on YouTube. They're on Facebook. They have their Twitch channel, which we highly recommend you follow if you want updates, like the fact that the what are we called Bean Spouse at this point. Uh, are coming to you. Someone, someone please come up with a name. <laughs> <laughs> and Twitter. You can never get enough of them on Twitter. I'm not on Twitter, but they are. 
Do you know what yeah. I just recently I just recently joined Follow Discord them. for something completely unrelated and I'm looking at Stu's Discord now and it's just this wall of Oh, yeah. So many groups and streams and channels and it's oh, it's amazing. So I I'm I'm on Discord as well, Jack, and I've literally got the the line for my family mm-hmm. whenever we play games, which we've done once. <laughs> and I've got the line for a group of friends that play Among Us. Oh, yes. And that's it. And then yep. I look at shorties and it's just like – You can scroll for an know. hour. And like sometimes he's sitting there and his phone's just going ping, 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 ping. ping. And, like, and I look down and all I can see is Discord. Discord like Discord. this person said this, this person, blah, 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 like that. And it's just like, oh, my goodness. You should probably follow and subscribe Absolutely. to the account given you've already got Discord right there. Maybe I will. Maybe. I'll think yes. about it. If we get a cool name, like if we go for Bean Spouse, maybe we can even have our own Bean Spouse Discord. Yes. yes. And you can ask the Bean Spouses questions. Yes. Let's get it running, man. Yes. Anything you like about the people that you listen to. You want to know a humiliating <laughs> story? We'll find you a humiliating story. Do you want to tell me about Shorty not being able to open a pack? I'm happy to listen to that. <laughs> yep. You want to know right. the first thing Stu puts together when I tell him, can he please get the kids ready and pack the car for camping trips? What's the first <laughs> thing he puts in the car? <laughs> yes. Magic cards. Magic know, cards. Right? And then he forgets things like shorts and underwear. <laughs> and But the magic cards, he's got all of them. First thing yes. that goes in. I agree. That awesome. on the regular. Well, I think we're almost at the end. Yes. Um, I can hear one of my children coughing, so I'd probably go, oh, well, I'd better find Shorty. I mean, I don't know where he ended up. Maybe he fell asleep in Ryan's room. Maybe. Yeah, I'm going to go and tiptoe to bed myself, just leaves you on the couch where he's quieter. Can't hear him from the lounge room. (laughs) Snoring. Well, you you ladies have yourself a cuppa before bed, and um, I'll see you guys soon. No worries. That's good. Thanks nice for listening, everyone. Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> that was amazing. All Maybe right. Join us, sometime. your favourite podcast of the year. <laughs> favourite podcast. <laughs> favourite host. All right. See you, Bye. girls. Bye. Bye. Bye.